Hey y'all. Okay, I'll keep going. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry and Gerald, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about the Oscar nominations, all the celebrity deaths, Netflix, and all the movies that we've seen. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. (laughs) I have news, you already know this though. Okay. But the world doesn't. The world. I met justin bieber today i've literally never been more jealous of you he was just walking in the back of where i leave the office and there's nobody there it's garbage cans are back there basically and he's just walking to the i cannot exit. believe that he had no security alone back there. but he was close to his car that's why so he just was walking like five steps exactly and then he, but he sat down at the at the base of the steps that are by Top Shot. Mm-hmm. And what did you say to him? I said, well, he was walking towards the movie theater and I was walking away to you. I said, Justin? <laughs> as if I knew him. This is your friends. And he turned around so slowly, kind of as if, now that you think about it, as if I, or like I knew him in some way. And then he saw me immediately and thought, oh, I don't know this fool. And I said, uh, I'm a big fan. Can I get a picture? And he said, not today, bro. Bruh. And then I said, oh, it's right. And I'm a big fan. I love your music. And this last CD. And he said, thank you so much. Have a good day. And I went on my way. And I, I, I ran like a girl chasing after a boy to you. To I'm tell you. so, I, I don't know if I've ever been more jealous of something that you've got to do. <laughs> Crazy, right? That's just nuts. I the bead. I know. It's nuts. <sighs> okay, so first we're going to talk about the Oscar nominations. Yes. So there were a lot of things there weren't a lot of surprises Mm -hmm. but there were a lot of snubs mostly people of color which is the we'll talk about that let's talk about it yeah so okay so this is the second year in a row there haven't been any black acting nominees or any any ethnicity other than caucasian yeah that's true the only so the three three or four movies that were uh, actually up for oscars Mm -hmm. that featured people of color Straight Outta Compton, which Concussion. was nominated for writing. Yeah. Concussion, which had Will Smith, who was very close, I think, to being nominated. Yeah. Creed, which and, had Michael B. Jordan. And Beasts of No Nation. And Beasts of No Nation. Yeah. Here's my take on all of it, which is, the important thing to remember is that these movies are part of the discussion. Yeah. And they are, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, Idris Elba, uh... What's the one I said? Will Smith. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need the publicity, but like, all they they were they all at one point or another in the contention for nominations. It being considered for an Oscar yeah. and going through that political process yeah. Yeah. is already a career boost like no other Absolutely. and an amazing accomplishment. Absolutely. So, mm, as much as I think that it's unfortunate that that's how it is, yeah. At the same time, I think that... First of all, Jada Pinkett Smith coming out about it, I thought, you're just so bitter dumb. because your husband wasn't right. nominated. exactly. And people are being so shady about it. They're like, oh, Will Smith never gets the recognition he deserves. And almost every time he puts out a serious movie, yeah. he's nominated. Yeah, for something. So, literally. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Not at all. Do you think... Because what I think about it... Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen any of those movies, mm-hmm. except for Sheridan of Compton, mm-hmm. which in my opinion... Is no in no way comparison to the other movies that were nominated. Literally, no way. Yeah. So, do you think that it's just a matter of black cinema? I guess is what you would mm-hmm. describe it as, not being as good or as 
serious or whatever it is as mm-hmm. the other movies that are nominated? Or do you think it's literally just them snubbing those people because they're black? I don't think so. Well, I think that part of it is that they have to think, okay, like, uh, mo- the majority of black, in, um, mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know how to word it out them, black films that come out yeah. every year. Yeah that we see that are released on a large scale yeah. are not Oscar kind of movies. Not. Kevin Hart no. is not making... Ice Cube. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. It's yeah. like, you know, and it's not being racist yeah. in any way. Yeah. That is just the reality of Absolutely. it. It's most of these movies, Straight Outta Compton, in another life, would never have been considered for an Oscar. Never. It's just because the movie was so big. Exactly. Financially. Absolutely. And honestly, no shade... But the screenplay is what got nominated. The screenplay was the worst part Absolute, of the movie. Absolutely. <laughs> it was very not good. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. But I, I was, under- of course, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But it's like, it just, you know. Is the issue people of color as in African American actors or people of color in general? I think it's people of color in general, but... There were no Hispanic actors that were close to being nominated. Right, but I, I don't ever like hear Asian it ever or... being said that it's Hispanic people are not being nominated. It's yeah. always black people, which yeah. I think it, it could just be that yeah. somebody else bumped them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That it just could like just last be the year, case. Yeah. Which we talked about is yeah. Ava DuVernay was yeah. very close to being nominated for Selma, right. and, exactly. as was David Oyelowo. Yeah. And after they didn't get nominated, they made this big, bitter stink about yeah. how they weren't nominated. I thought, but right, my mom yeah. would know who Ava DuVernay is. Maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, like, people on a mass scale know who this woman is exactly. for her very first major film. Ever. And she was nominated for a lot of other awards. Exactly. But all you can talk about is how you didn't... You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't get it or whatever. And who's to say also, we don't know what the next rankings are. Exactly. Who's sixth or seventh in exactly. that line. That is so close to five. Exactly. Of being into that bracket that who's to say that they weren't even, of course they were considered. Of course they were thought about and exactly. all that kind of nonsense. It's just sometimes there are better movies. Exactly. And I would say to the people who are being bitter about it. Yeah. Focus your energy to try to make better films. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, that's that. Um, On the flip side, everybody that we loved got nominated. Literally. So far that we've seen, looking back on yeah. it now. We can skip to movies if you want to talk about that. Sure, just like going hand in hand. So, we've uh, seen quite a few movies in the last couple of days. Movie Pass, you better sponsor us. We got a movie Come pass. Come on now, it's the best thing in the world. Uh, the first thing I saw, which Adrian already seen, was The Revenant yeah. with Leonardo DiCaprio. You loved it. Loved yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio was so good. He'll You're win. Total. I think he will win. Yeah, me too. You're totally right in the respect that um, Leo is always Leo. Yeah. Like every movie that you will ever see, if you watch Titanic and you watch The Revenant, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Like, there's no difference. Yeah. However, you can't escape it now. Especially. The Revenant was way out of his box. Yeah. Like so out of his box, and he was great, Absolutely. and he completely fulfilled the role. It reminded me sort of of him in Blood Diamond. Did you ever see that? Yeah. It was a similar vibe for, yeah. as far as his performance. But, I mean, the movie was just incredible. Very good. At, visually, it was stunning. It was mm-hmm. long, but I also didn't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of length, the other movie we saw... We saw Hateful Eight, the Quentin Tarantino it. movie. Here's what I have to say about it. First of all, Samuel L. Jackson needs to seriously refocus. <laughs> that being said... 
he makes millions of dollars and everybody loves him. So quotes. he's doing something so right. So obviously he can stick to this like shtick. He yeah. Has, he is no different to me than like Melissa McCarthy or like Kevin Hart or like people who do this sort of the same thing over and over. Yeah. He is always the same exact mother effer yeah. character yeah. that he has been on Jimmy Kimmel and every appearance he's it's done. It's slowly become part last, of him. It's like a shtick. Yeah, absolutely. And Quentin Tarantino gives him, even in what was the other movie he just did with um, Colin Firth? The King's Men or oh, whatever. Yeah. He was exactly the same in that, yeah. too. It's like, yeah. it, there is no... He just is... They write him in these... He horrible, can't escape it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino, what killed me about the movie was, first of all, it was about an hour past the sell-by date. Yeah. And... It was long. Like, actually long. Yeah. And uncomfortably long. Yeah. Um, And every time there was, like, a lull, he would have somebody call Jennifer Jason Lee the B-word. Or Samuel Jackson would say mother effer. Yeah. It was like, and that was so, it was like going to see stand-up. Yeah. And them not getting a laugh, so they make a joke about blowjobs. Yeah. It's like, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. And then the, you move on, and you still have ten more minutes of awkward. Right, right. It's just so, it's lazy. I'm not into it at all. The more, like, the longer we sat in that movie, the more I just got annoyed. But I do think there obviously are, is some great, act, like, performances going on. They're do you think she was worthy of nominated, being nominated? She, to me, is the biggest joke of the entire nomination thing this year. Maybe Jennifer Lawrence and Joy. Yeah. Because I did not think that was, like, the best movie ever. But, like... She's more understandable than yeah, her. Yeah, but hatefully... I mean, Jennifer Jason Lee barely speaks five words in the whole movie. And what she does, you can't understand what the F she's saying. She's terrible. It was terrible. It's silly. I do laugh at some of the things, Yeah, it's though. silly, but, like, is it the best thing of the year? No. One of the really? best. First no. of all, I will say this, and Alex Meeks, if you're listening... What was the movie with Tony Collette where she had cancer? Miss You Already? Yeah. That, to me, is better acting than what Jennifer Jason yeah. Lee is doing. I understand. There are so many performances better. Just because it comes out and it's promoted as in, like, an Oscar movie. Mm. Brie Larson. Okay, so we'll move to Room. First of all, Room is unreal. One of the best movies ever. It's about a mom and her son that get locked in a room for seven years. Yep. And the movie is sort of, half of it is sort of seeing them in that world. Yep. And the other half is sort of seeing them escape. From his perspective. From, from the, the little boy's perspective. Yeah. The little boy not being nominated is a joke. Unreal. But I cried probably for 45 minutes in room. Also, my butt was clenched the entire movie so much to the point where like when we were getting up, I was in pain. Yeah, that was... My heart was beating really fast. I, I just... I was so uncomfortable yet like stirred all it. It was just bizarre. I, I couldn't help... But thing, and I told you this after, is that that happens. That's terrifying. In our day-to-day life. People get kidnapped all the time. Mm-hmm. And we never hear from them And again. we'll never hear from and them And that again. could be what's happening to them. But they're, they're still alive. Mm-hmm. It happened to those girls in Ohio. It happened to that other girl it in Utah. It happened to Kimmy Schmidt. Every, Kimmy Schmidt. Everybody. Anybody could happen. That could happen to anybody. Yeah. It's scary. Br- Brie Larson was unreal. And she, I think she will, will oh, win absolutely. also. I think so So too. we've seen both winning performances probably this week. Leo and, yeah, Nuts. her. And finally we saw uh, 45 Years. Which was also 45 incredible. Years, Charlotte Rampling was nominated for Best Actress. It's about a married couple who are celebrating their 45th wedding anniversary. And right before the husband finds out that this woman he loved, like way back in the day, they found her body. Mm-hmm. So it sort of stirs up all these old feelings. And it's about them dealing with that as a couple. Yes. Like One I'm, of the best endings ever 
in a movie. Oh, unreal. That reminded me of Revolutionary Road, where it was like, they go into such a deep, dark place, and then it goes to credits. Yeah. And you're like, oh my And word. you see, in that last scene, because they're at the party, mm-hmm. it breaks it down basically that week leading up. Mm-hmm. So it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday. Saturday is when the party is. Throughout the party, you can see her slowly realizing, like, what was this entire life... How did that just happen? And that this not even occurring to her. Yeah. And it's said perfectly on the billboard is that her, like, whatever it was that she was portraying in the subtlest, like, if she, her eyes twitched or whatever, oh, yeah. she, it was so pitiful. Exactly. That what she was experiencing. Yeah, exactly. And it was so, it, like, <laughs> you think of the Danish girl last yeah. week where Eddie Redmayne relied so much on his facial expressions and you see her. It's like, that's actually acting. Yeah. What he's doing is like showing us every little thing. Yeah. She's just like existing. Exactly. Which I love lo- those kinds of movies. Yep. So good. That movie was amazing. Crazy. And 10 people will see it. Yeah. Which is crazy. And then it's, I mean, it's it should be the biggest movie of the year. Exactly. Next we're going to talk about Netflix. So the NBC, so this week is the TCAs, which is like basically a panel where they, like networks present to television critics and the mm-hmm. press mm-hmm. about what's coming up on their network yeah every they started doing it fall and winter literally in the last couple of years it's yeah. gotten to be Huge. a very big thing yeah so netflix i mean nbc at their tca revealed all of the netflix ratings for their basically their middle level shows mm. so no house of cards are like orange is the new black orange is the new black is apparently the highest rated thing on uh netflix wow so they said the top-rated show, other than those, was Jessica Jones, which had four-point average per episode or whatever, 4.8 million viewers. Is that a lot? Meaning 4.8 million people. Well, if you think... So that's Netflix, and that's over time, too. So, like, just, when did Jessica Jones come out? In the fall. So since the fall, they've had 4.8 million people watch it. So you think... And that's the average. So the first episode could have had 20 million. The yeah. last one could have had one or whatever. Um, but you think if that was regular TV, mm-hmm. that would be considered very lowly rated. Really? So NBC was saying that people need to lay off how Netflix is like the biggest thing in the world because obviously not. They don't have the ratings to back it up. Yeah. And Netflix has made such a stink mm-hmm. about not revealing their numbers, which I thought this is also interesting, especially while we're in award season and all that is... They can promote shows on Netflix like they are the biggest, most watched shows ever, mm-hmm. and we have no idea. No. Whereas if the, I don't mean to say the biggest loser, but if the biggest loser says it's the number one show on TV, like Donald Trump used to always say The Apprentice was the number one show on TV, but it wasn't, and yeah. we could see those numbers and yeah. we know. Yeah. But like when they say House of Cards is a cultural phenomenon, yeah. we don't know if it is. Yeah. Five people could be watching Socially, it. I think is what they were lying on. Exactly. Yeah. So... It, that is interesting, and and the NBC guy was saying they get so judged yeah. if an episode dips viewer to viewer. Yeah. Yet Netflix doesn't have to answer to those kind of things because nobody knows. It's genius. Yeah. It's so genius. All marketing. It's crazy. But like anyway, so then today the Netflix people were saying that those numbers weren't correct, which I don't think is true. Uh-huh. How would they have gotten those numbers if they weren't true? Right. NBC, the chairman of NBC, is not going to sit up there and bark out numbers. Yeah. But it is interesting to think that their bigger shows are only having 4 million viewers. That's really not that much in the grand scheme of the world. Yeah. I don't know. That makes me feel weird. 
Yeah. What do you think about them releasing all their episodes at once? Do you think that hurts them? No, I don't think so. Them? I think it's there's two different ways to watch TV now, yeah. really. Which is, first of all, I'm going through it right now with Transparent, and I love it. I can watch a new episode every day, um, which I'm regretting because I heard the second season isn't as good. Mm. So now I'm sad because yeah. I'm almost done with the first one. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it's smart, and like you can watch a lot. If you have a, like chunks of time, like my mom just watched 15 seasons of Australia's Next Top Model or whatever on, <laughs> on the Apple TV. Yeah. But like if you have that kind of time or you're doing that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, you can really enjoy TV yeah. in a different way. Sorry, I just kicked the mic. It's okay. Um, but like if you're going to do. You know, but there's also a beauty in watching TV week to week. I, because you know, they did the Angie Trebekah show on CBS where they did all of the episodes. I don't think that works on network TV. No, but for the type of people that would watch yeah. that horrible show, maybe then I think that is sort of where they are. Like the Mindy Project, perfect example. That's why Hulu picked it up because on Hulu it was averaging like 10 million viewers a week, yeah. and on TV it was averaging like three. Yeah. So, it just depends. I think people of the younger demographic, they tend to watch stuff online. Also, Netflix was saying that demographics don't matter to them because they have old people that watch it and they have young people that watch it. And it doesn't, like, any age can watch anything. Right. It doesn't influence So, they don't need those types of... You know, I was reading the other day, I got sucked into a a Wikipedia portal uh, about the Writers Guild strike Mm -hmm. from, like, 2006. Yeah. And part of that deal that essentially got them to work again was the oncoming kind of uh, projects of new media. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they called it, was new media. Mm-hmm. So there hadn't been Netflix really invented yet or streaming or mm-hmm. Hulu or anything. And that's what got them to work 10 years before it even happened. Yeah. Crazy. That's nuts. I just saw, I, I was reading all about it. It was so crazy. Also on Netflix, the Netflix thing, Miranda Sings got picked up for a show. Crazy. Which I cannot wait for. And they also said they could make another season of Making a Murderer. Well, the guy said today that they're thinking they're going to make two episodes that basically deal with yeah. what's going on right now. Making a Murderer is the most phenomenal thing ever. Because it is created, yeah. literally, I mean, this came out in December, yeah. and here we are, you know, a month later, yeah. still talking about it. That has never happened with a Netflix thing. Maybe the first season of Orange is the New Black, yeah. but literally, it's on the cover of People Magazine this week. Yeah. They're making something on, like, the ID channel in a month. Like, it is just nuts. And yet the filmmaker sat there today uh-huh. and defended it uh-huh. to the ends of the earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. I have to readjust this. I'm okay. sorry. It's fine. Um, you're right. And that's exactly what I told you. Mm-hmm. I said they have no reason to not defend it if they don't believe it's not true. Exactly. So they, if they stand behind it, that's what they're going to stand behind. And they are two perfectly well-rounded, educated women. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, speaks volumes exactly. about what they think. And what they were saying today, too, was all of the things that they left out carried no, no weight. weight. Exactly. And I believe them. Absolutely. I don't know why, but I still am like, he's at us at... Them, too. And then those two perfectly normal, Midwestern male lawyers... Mm-hmm. They were so in. I know, and we watched. Why would they the go to, I mean, obviously, yeah. on Nancy Grace yeah. the other night, yeah. and I didn't believe a single word that woman said. None. But I do understand what she's trying to do. She's trying to get dis to disconnect herself from being like this woman who stood by him and stuff. Yeah. 
Because for every person that's like those 300,000 people that signed that petition, there are people that are like, this guy's awful, this is disgusting, and right. she just doesn't want to be a part of the nightmare of it. Also, I'm sure she got paid to be on Nancy Grace. Duh. So, it's all money. Just like they said in Room, those primetime interviews can secure oh, your yeah. lawyers for the rest like of Caitlyn your life. Jenner got paid like $7 million for that Diane Sawyer thing. Anyway. Like she needed it. Exactly. Um, finally, we're going to talk about celebrity deaths. It's been sad so far. David Bowie died. That's crazy. I mean, we like we didn't really listen to him, but no. I thought it was I, pretty crazy. In all honesty, I had to Google what he sang. I only knew Ground Control. Domain, I didn't realize that was him. I thought that was like when the Beatles started making high music. No, like that. <laughs> Lucy in the sky with diamonds. You like that song? But honestly, you know, I didn't. All, I I only knew that he sang that song after the fact. This there was an astronaut in space like two years ago uh-huh. who covered that song while he was in space. Yeah, while he was in space, and that's how I learned about him. But David Bowie, I never. I like knew his image and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But I never. I was always seeing that picture with the lightning bolt across his eyes. Also under pressure, apparently he sang. Yeah, and this and was sang, his first number uh, one album ever. The dance. Did you know that? I was saying Lady Gaga. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. That's nuts. Yep. That's so he's nuts. more of like a cult phenomenon, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Exactly. Celine Dion's husband. Celine Dion's husband. And brother. Crazy poor Celine. Two days, one after the other. You know, and it's nuts too. Like I was thinking, when I was in middle school, or maybe like fifth grade, that's when she took a break so she could take care of her husband. I mean, I'm old now. Well, when it's remission, apparently. I know. But I'm saying she's several times taken breaks yeah. because his health has flared up. And I'm like, this. I, I'm sure she feels every mixed emotion in the entire world because he's been dealing with it for so long. Cancer's no joke. Also, Alan Rickman. That's right. That was crazy. That's weird. I can't stop thinking about him in Love Actually. That's all I'll ever remember. He's the douchebag in Love Actually. And you know what's so weird is this year more than other... I feel like in the last year that I've known you, mm-hmm. last Christmas, we didn't talk about that as much. Love Actually? Yeah. Like, we talked about it, but, like, you mentioned Love Actually, like, every day. So it was so permanent in I my know. mind. You know what I mean? When Emma Thompson <laughs> cries in Love Actually, it's the best acting you will ever see in a film. Some of the best. Top five. What's number one? Maybe Charlotte Rampling in 45 years. No. Um, no, I'll stick with Emma. Um, I'll, yeah, that's that. Okay, so that's all our discussion for the week. Yep. We're, now we're going to talk about uh, the song you can't get enough of this week. Mine is from 45 years. Okay. Smoke It's In Your Eyes by The Platters. laughing friends So good. <laughs> it's a great song. It's fun. 
Uh, mine's gonna be Electric Love by Borns. played it in the car the other day it's a jam yeah it's very good and the video is cool how'd you discover that one spotify you just like play random I, okay every friday they put new music on spotify yeah. so sometimes i'll just lay in my bed and click on all the new cds and just click should we be like ellen and create a, a record label for all these unknown people first of all if they're on spotify they're on a record label not necessarily well, you could put that on there he's with... on like a real label i think the guy yeah, is yeah you're right i could put some on spotify absolutely let's put a cover on spotify Okay. I should put a song on iTunes, huh? Yeah, what do you want to do? Mm, maybe uh, I I love my friends. Um, okay. Uh, this Untouched week by looking... the Veronicas. <laughs> I feel so untouched right now. I used to love that song. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> I reintroduced it into your life. <laughs> looking forward to. Uh, we recorded the Critics' Choice Awards tonight. And I some of it's got spoiled because of people on Facebook. Yeah. But that's all right. I'll still look forward to watching it. Mm-hmm. That's one of actually my favorite award shows. Mm-hmm. It's pretty stupid, but I like it. Mm-hmm. That's on A&E. It's always a little bit of a joke. Yeah. Like Robert De Niro when the music came back on too loud. And they showed him being like an old man like grabbing his ear. And he was like, I can't see what yeah. I just did. I'm, this is a podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to the High School Musical reunion on the Disney oh, Channel. Oh yeah, on you know Patrick called that yesterday. He, he said, said they're going to do something. I, he said now is the time. I have to say this though, Zach. Yeah, you're not too cool. No, it does not say a lot when people don't do reunions, especially in the culture that we are in right now. That is good press. Yeah. And it makes him look like a douche yeah. to me. That being said, I'm still excited to watch it. Could he be filming something? I don't want excuses. First of all, it's the Disney Channel. They could get him on a jet, do it in an hour, and then be done with it. Also, they could have done this six months ago. Yeah. You know it wasn't a discussion that came up last week. Like, yeah. this is something they knew was happening. But it is crazy to think it has been ten years. I remember sitting in English class mm-hmm. with Miss Kastriva... Who was the coolest, like, hippie, Chapel Hill lady <laughs> teacher I ever had. She smoked weed. <laughs> and wore cowboy boots. Um, anyway, and Megan Mercer. Uh-huh. 
sat beside me and was like, oh, I watched High School Musical last night. I'm embarrassed, but it was like super good. And I went home the next day and watched it. And, and I you was loved like, it? Singing all the songs. It's I bought the so songs. good. I bought the soundtrack. The first one is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all of them are I good. mean, they're fantastic. I saw the third one at midnight. <laughs> I tried getting my senior steering class to vote for that class song, the High School Musical finale song. High school music. <laughs> I wanted us to walk out to that on graduation. I wish they would. I hope they had to do a high school reunion. That would be cool. They should. They should do that now. They won't, though. Just like I knew Mary Kate and Ashley wouldn't be on Fuller oh, House. they will be. Uh, uh, They're going to cameo. No, they won't. I think they will. Mm-mm. If they don't, I'm going to yell on this pod- here podcast. Uh, okay, your goober of the week. Justin Bieber. Only because he didn't take a picture with me. Yeah. Which if, I'm, I completely if understand. If you only knew. The stories I had. Literally. My Goober of the Week is going to be Rowan Blanchard. Who's that? She's the little girl on Girl Meets World, the spinoff of Girl oh, Meets yeah, World. Yeah. And she today said that she was queer on Twitter. Uh, oh, I First read of all, that. she's 14. Yeah. Here's what I'd like to tell her. It's not that she said that she's queer. Yeah. Kiki Palmer, yeah. Miley Cyrus. The list is my, I'm running out of fingers here. It's the fact that five minutes later, she yeah. then said, I'm only attracted to boys, but I just want to say I'm open and accepting to all. Then you're not queer. You're open-minded. <laughs> you it's, don't think those go hand in hand? I think that... Absolutely not. Just because... No. I think that you do... She's trying to be cool and like say... I, it's just like Kiki Palmer being like, I'm bisexual. What's she saying? I don't remember. She said, I'm bisexual or whatever, but she's never been with a woman is only attracted to men. It's like, you're not doing anybody any favors. And honestly, I think you're doing more hurt than good when you try to relate to people, but then you five minutes later retract try, actually relating to them. I think that's worse is retracting Her saying, back, yeah. I'm queer... Yeah. In in Twitter, yeah. Rowan Blanchard, and then and saying it's so important to me that we represent every audience on the show, especially since I identify as queer. Yeah. And then responding to a tweet thirty seconds later saying I'm queer, but I'm only attracted to men and have only ever and will only ever date men. It's like then you're not. You're just saying it because you know people like either there's like a million reasons why. Because you think it's going to get you some sort of good press, yeah. or it's going to like make you hip, or it's going to make yeah. you like relate to all these poor fourteen-year-old right. gay people. Right. But it's like you just are all. Ugh, I can't. I hate stuff like that. Well, Don't you know, say I always, stuff. Yeah. I know you always say, "Well, they could be." Yeah. You think everybody's gay? I get it. But it's like <laughs> it's like Miley Cyrus. You're she's bisexual. Right. Isn't what she say? Yeah. She's whatever, sexual, yeah. but at the same time, she's never actually been with a woman. Just like Demi Lovato's was with Re- Ruby Rose or whatever, yet she's been dating Wilmer Valderrama for eight years. So it's like, no, you weren't. You just wanted to say it because you knew it would be a good The bigger thing. issue is eliminating that word queer from our vocabulary because it's the worst word ever invented. It really is a word for people who want to sound cool. Yeah. But... You're just gay or lesbian. What does queer identify as? The only person I know in real life who identifies as queer is TK. Mm-hmm. And that's a, something I shouldn't discuss openly on a public forum. <laughs> but I've always been very confused. There's a it has it has more to do with your gender identity, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And don't quote me on that. Please don't sue me. Or, like, it says queer is an umbrella term for sexual and gender minorities that are not heterosexual or cisgender. Meaning that they are attracted to the sex. So it does have to do with gender. Originally meaning strange or pecular. Queer came to be deployed uh, against those with same-sex desires or relationships in the late 19th century. Lily. Is she queer? Mm, she was with a man. Um, so anyway, I don't know. Anyway, Rowan, I think you. I just like. I just think that you need to be wiser if you're throwing words like that around. Yeah. Don't just. And I know she's fourteen, and that's understandable. But it's just like, and Kiki Palmer and Miley Cyrus. It's like when you say stuff like that. It's just like homeboy. What's that guy's name? Macklemore. Yeah. That song. It's like in the third grade, I thought I was gay, but I'm not gay. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. It's like that doesn't relate you to anyone. No, that's true. It's all publicity. It's all bull. I can agree with you, but I can also disagree with you. Thank you for that. On that note, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to listen to us outside of this, you can find us on youtube.com slash tallpawpictures, where we currently have our workout video. You want to watch me sweat? You're still sweating. I'm literally still sore from that. No joke. My legs. Um, okay. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Curry Tarot and at underscore Adrian J. Gomez and on Instagram at Curry Tarot and at Adrian J. Gomez and on Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Have a great week.